idiot. We're both wearing hats. Hello, it's hat day. It is hat day. Oh, that's very loud. Let me turn it Today. doing well uh, a little bit on the sleepy side but because uh, i had to work last night for daylight savings time apparently daylight savings time is grammatically incorrect there's a whole article on slash dot about it that i skimmed oh. apparently it's supposed to be daylight saving time which that makes make more sense. sense but it doesn't flow quite as well i never understood that when uh supermarkets and things would say it's a savings Oh yeah, it's a savings. Yeah, yeah, a savings. Like, uh, what is it in um, Galaxy Quest when uh, they get Rickman to open that? That um, oh, the, the I don't su- know what it is. Supermarket. It is yeah. And he's like, "Buy Grabthor's hammer. What a savings!" Buy Grabthor's hammer. What a savings! Yeah. So, um, but the work went all right. And you, yeah. what time were you at work till? Uh, so I, I got into work yesterday around eight, and I was there until uh, oh, good question, like fourish. Which is actually fiveish. Yes. Because of the time's already changed. You've worked an extra hour. Yeah. Did they pay you for the extra hour? Uh, I get the, I get comp the time. System, fuck you. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get a day off this this coming week, which is oh nice. sweet. Okay. I suppose yeah. will you have done a full day? Four, five. Six, eight, nine, ten, seven, eleven, twelve, eight, one, two, nine. Three, that's four. that's more than it's a full day. A little more than a full day, yeah. So, Ugh. yeah. But they give you the day off. They don't give you danger pay. No danger pay. No, no. no um, salaried salaried employees don't get overtime at my place. No, I suppose there is that. I mean, I yeah, I don't think I get it in my current thing either. So, so frustrating old week at that place. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to make the most of it. Yeah, there's okay. One of the folks was in tears on bloody. Thursday and oh, no. me and me and the admissions ladies were talking him down from fucking quitting and stuff. Oh nightmare, nightmare. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, but uh, managed to managed. I think we managed to get her to the positive place yes. by the end of it. And I was emailing her yesterday because I knew she'd be working. Oh really? And I, I just sent her an email at like midday saying stop working. <laughs> 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 and I got one back about two minutes later. They just said thirty more minutes. So I set a little timer <laughs> for myself. Yeah, and at like twenty minutes, twenty eight minutes past the hour or whatever it was, I sent her another woman saying stop working now. Okay, right. excellent. Hopefully she did. That worked. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I don't know. She, I don't know. She's just stressing herself too much by the sounds of it. Well, it's a startup, and they're all everyone's fucking stressing themselves out. It's yeah, it's, it's just it's a it's a silly, frustrating mess to be honest. But uh, Run, running those tax dodges sure does where you are. <laughs> yeah, the tax dodge <laughs> thing. Bloody hell, that was a surprise. That was such a negative experience. That talk we had. Yeah, it was so. It was absolutely crazy. I I can't even tell you. I I blasted them in the feedback on that talk. <laughs> I really oh, did. good. Yeah, like some speakers need to be told how. To you know, frame things in the positive, <laughs> and I gave all but one speaker positive feedback, so they should be able to know which one. There you so. go. Anyway, I love that mug by um, the way that you just took a, a drink from. Have you seen that? So actually, let's do our favourite segment. Uh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What am I drinking? I have got a uh, beer I found in my fridge, which is from Bood when I went to visit Cornwall. Bood? 
Bude? Bude? Is that how you say it? No, it's Bude. It's B-U-D-E. So it's Bude. Bude. It's like Bude the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what do they say? It's 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 Bude like no, it's Bude like rude, which doesn't really make any sense. Rude. Not not uh, not not or food. Um, not like Bude, but it's Bude. It's B-U-D-E. It's Bude. Anyway. This is their charity one, which the money goes to the uh, keeping the sea pool. Oh, they've got like a concrete kind of thing which catches seawater, and then people use it for like they put the kids in there to learn how to row, and people swim in it. They put and, the kids uh, in there to get swept out to sea. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the money goes to, to the charity that looks after that because it's just a community thing. Cool. Um, and all the money from that beer goes to it. And I thought I'd drunk this, but it was still in my fridge, so it's weird. So I've been drinking that, and I put some of it in the food I'm cooking right now. It's, it's a bloody good beer, actually. Feud. 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 For the feud. Feud. Feud like feud, not feud. like good. Harry, if you're listening, I apologize for all of this. <laughs> I am drinking the, the Diet Cokes. Nice. Oh, and my other one, sorry, is uh, in special uh, thing of this, this I'm drinking from my water also from my um, Peter Venkman World of the Psychic mug. Excellent. From Ghostbusters. How very, very prescient. Considering well, the that's, topic, uh, that's why I've got it. I believe it's what they call subliminal behavior. Mm. Um, Foreshadowing, liminal behavior, indeed. Anyway, uh, what what uh, what 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 other preamble we got? Oh, this is our spooky Thanksgiving. Halloween spectacular. Spooky Thanksgiving spectacular. Good week late. No, 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 no. It's it's, it's Thanksgiving coming up, so we're doing this. Uh... Ooh. Ooh, are you ready so for Halloween? So so pumped for Thanksgiving. Halloween. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Can't can't so pumped. Wait. So pumped. Depending on how you edit this, it's 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 going to be really really plain that it's definitely not Halloween coming up because daylight saving happened after Halloween in the US at least. But I suppose I, it happened a week before for you, didn't it? So maybe you could yeah, play it off. <laughs> we totally had that extra hour like a week ago, uh, yeah. two days ago, a day ago, whenever it was. When's Thanksgiving. Halloween? When, when was Thanksgiving. Halloween? Thanksgiving. When is Thanksgiving. Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this week we are talking about. Um, Thanksgiving. We are, yes. Um, um, do you want to explain the thing that you uh, you challenged me to watch that I had never seen before? Yeah, I might actually just pull up someone else's explanation oh, okay. of what it is. I watched it yesterday, in between working, in between cause I, I, the eight o'clock stuff that started was was some test system stuff, and okay. then we started the production stuff. That took two and a half hours, but then oh, you got paid to watch it. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, Sweet deal. And then, yeah, well, I, I sat at work and watched it because there was yeah, no one, no one else there. Um, nice. And but then we didn't start the the production stuff. We were doing pre- preparation and stuff, but we didn't start actively taking systems down until about one thirty. So uh, I was uh, I watched it in the interim. Ah, yeah. So um, you had no knowledge of this thing's ever existence, yeah? None, none whatsoever. No, it was okay. Uh, so I'll, from Wikipedia. Ghostwatch is, we're talking about Ghostwatch first, and then you, you can explain the other one, and then we'll sure. probably just dovetail them together. Ghostwatch is a British reality horror slash mockumentary television film first broadcast on the BBC on Halloween night in 1992. Written by Stephen Volk and directed by Leslie Manning, the drama was produced for the BBC anthology series Scream One. Uh, um, despite having been recorded weeks in advance, the narrative was presented as live television during and following its broadcast, first and only broadcast on UK television, the show attracted a considerable furore, resulting in an estimated 30,000 calls to the BBC switchboard in a single hour. Good Ghost, 
Ghostwatch has never been repeated on UK television. It has been repeated internationally. Uh, there have been two UK home video releases. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I watched this so, live. Okay. And I think anyone of about the age I was, which was a, would have been like 11, 12, 12, I think. Mm. Um, no, 92? Yeah, 12. 92, yeah, um, yeah. Is like, it scarred a generation. Really? And I think, you know, it's, it's sort of written out of history for a little while. And I, I, I understood it that the BBC had put a, a moratorium on it for 10 years. Oh, okay. And the DVD I own came out in 2002. So that kind of rings yeah, some kind of true. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a film and to an extent it was presented as a film, although it was very much trailed as a thing that was happening live and presented as a thing that was happening live in, in, in the quality of the television of the time. Yeah, I was I was really kind of curious to see because obviously I I started watching it and um, I tried to get you to go in blind. I, I I did go in blind. I had no idea what it was until I, I went into it. I even kind of like I saw when I clicked because I watched it on Vimeo. Yeah. And and I, I clicked on the link and I saw there was a description and I actually threw my hand up to block my vision <laughs> because I was like, okay, I I, I don't want it. I was like, Ghost Watches and it had exactly that description that you just read and I was okay. like. Uh, which I read afterwards, but I was like, I don't want to see what this is because I, I, I really want to go in completely blind. Um, and I, I would love to see like whether how it was trailed and whether the Radio Times had had it uh, down as live or, or whether it was what it was listed as and that sort of thing. And also um, there was a, a phone number and they had phone calls, which were, you know, all clearly actors. Yeah. But, but what, what, what would happen if you called that number on the night? I would that have I to can have answer. That. Oh, you can. Did yeah, you call it? I, I, no, I didn't call it at the time, or well, I don't remember calling it at the time. Um, so it, it starts with. It, should we just explain? So it yeah. features um, Michael Parkinson as a presenter, who's a very well regarded British talk show host. Yeah, he's kind of like I mean, Jay Leno presenters. level. In, yeah, in terms 70s of notoriety. And eighties, and then weirdly again in the nineties, they started yeah. doing it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, very well regarded British uh, screen presence for for decades and uh, and sort of um a, a couple from that era sarah green probably more famous than mike smith i would think yep i would say so i, I recognize um, her way more than than, than him yeah it, I, so mike smith is her husband he did. is that right they are they are yeah they were real life married i don't know when they got married but i feel like it was relatively recent to then okay um i wonder if i can find that out. when they said mike smith i expected bubbles to pop up on the screen anyway sorry so yes yeah, so, and also featured uh craig charles as like an ob rec oh, yeah, reporter yeah, yeah. and and i mean he wasn't in it actually that much no they, i they, did like uh no we'll get to it we'll get to it and uh yeah yeah so, so the point that was so, so i was i started watching it and i was like oh great some like and and, and and so the other thing that we watched just just to kind of yeah explain that i suppose lead into it was uh it was called it's called exploring psychic powers and it was this international i don't think it was broadcast in the uk judging from uh and it was hosted by um wooden man and Bill then Bixby. yeah <laughs> fucking incredible hulk <laughs> and then and james randy was kind of uh, who who for those who don't know james randy is a well-known debunker and also self-described conjurer i'm a big fan of james randy he's, he's a wonderful okay. little dwarf um he? yes <laughs> With his uh, stick on beard, with his massive, stick massive on. stick on beard, and his, his <laughs> yeah, he's great. Um, but uh, so it was, 
it was and that was a live tv show where they explored various psychic uh, abilities and tested them at what i kind of think was probably the last height of pop culture popularity for that sort of thing yeah. um you know there was lots of astrology and uh dowsing and uh psychokinesis and all of that shit going on in in the early 90s and, and so it was a live show and when when um ghostwatch started I, it gave me those sort of vibes which is why i sent that to you to watch because it was like this looks yeah, very yeah, no, similar I it was a nice uh, comparison piece and it it <laughs> And I took it completely seriously right up until they uh, showed the first university footage of the girls in the bedroom. And I was like, oh, right. stage school kids acting. This is great. <laughs> and, okay. and then I knew what it was. I was like, right. okay, I'm down for this. Yeah. This, is, this is great. Well, that's why I wondered. Um, and I want, but I wondered like, yeah. the, whether, whether the cynicism of the age played into that at all. Because uh, as you said, it kind of scarred a generation of people. But how, how, how long did it take for you watching it in – you know, contemporaneously in 1992 to figure out that it wasn't real. Never happened. Really? That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. It was, um, this is why it scarred a generation. Yeah. Okay. So I will tell a story, which is probably very true of a lot of people who watched it. Um, not all. And we'll get to that. Sure. Um, but, uh, so we got maybe an hour in mm -hmm. and we couldn't take it anymore. And we shut it off. Oh, really? So, so when, when did you first see it all the way through? Was it Oh, two? Yeah, when it I, must have been DVD. because it, it was I, never repeated. Because it was never repeated. Yeah. Right? Well, unless someone had it on video. I, Pete, actually, I was texting my brother. Yeah. And he claimed yesterday he's never seen the end of it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I guess it's never been on. And it, no. I, he would never have bought this DVD, even though I've had it for 13 years or something. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, no, we, we shut it off. And I, I'm pretty sure we put that year's WrestleMania on instead as a kind <laughs> of like distraction piece. Yeah, okay. Oh, I yeah. Know, Ultimate Warrior. I don't know why. Um, yeah, I think it was the one at Caesars that year as well. Oh, okay, yeah. We must have had on VHS. Um, but uh, oh, um, yeah, so because it, it got really, you know, it gets pretty damn freaky. It and does. I've heard, that, I've heard that story out of multiple people. But then the next day, obviously, you hear about Parkinson being possessed, and you, you know, all the the stuff that happens at the ending, or not the next day, the Monday, I suppose, at school. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay, it was it was drama, it was bullshit. Yeah. But. And then you feel, still, you're like, like, do I say that I shut it off because I was too freaked out? Or do I just yeah. kind of play along? Oh, I knew, I knew, yeah. But for some reason, on that Halloween Saturday night in 1992, we were left home alone. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Nelson and Claire. And your house, the farm. Yeah. I mean, it we, lends itself farm, to it. the farm, creaky, old fucking house, on our own for some reason, watching what appears to be confirmation that ghosts bad poltergeisty killer ghosts exist <laughs> you were you 12 know. pete was how old how old uh, would have been a couple of years older so 13 or 14 yeah well it would have been 13 i suppose because his birthday would have been early the next year gotcha so and yeah nelson and claire are there with us nelson's my brother's uh childhood best friend and yeah. uh and his sister and yeah we're sat watching that going like i have absolutely no idea how we explained it to our parents if we even attempted to when they got back yeah I think they probably found us watching WrestleMania and we're just kind of like, yeah. we'll go to bed now. We're not sleeping for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so. you, they're like, what happened on WrestleMania? Just, you've got this haunted yeah. expression on your face. <laughs> just like ghoulish, like white, like, gloomy pal. You all look like Paul Bearer. You know, oh, vibes. <laughs> vibes. But I mean, subsequently, it's a, you know, it's a really nicely done um like like pre blair witch yeah. kind of like 
and and to have that kind of talent crucially something i meant to mention earlier actually sarah green who is in the house mm-hmm. is, was a children's presenter yeah she was a t- t- tv presenter she wasn't an actress as far as i'm aware no apparently she trained as an actor originally, oh, okay. but then she was on like going live and shit yeah she? that's where i know Scofield. from yeah so so she's a friendly face for the kiddies mm-hmm. and as far as i'm aware in the history of it they hadn't planned to get Mike Smith and Sarah Green, but they managed to get one of them, and then they were like, wait, could we make this work where it's both of them? And then you get that sort of human drama. Right, you've got that, that tension where he's in the studio and she's, a, she's in the field and, and he's home. afraid of yeah. her and they lose con- yeah, yeah, communication and stuff. Yeah, especially when they, when they lose comms and they see in that old footage. Yeah. Which is like the creepiest moment because you yes. know before yeah, the they cameraman playing it. with the girls. Yeah, and they're like, "Wait, this is this is earlier. This isn't live." Even thinking about that, my skin is just crawling. Like, like, <laughs> oh yeah, your like, hair's oh, standing it up. Still gets me. It That's still gets amazing. Because it's like I remember the feeling of watching it. I, and, I, you um, know, I I really really wish that I had seen it at the time now because uh, through through my kind of like jaded cynicism, I was like, "This is <laughs> this is really great," and I can see how how it would have been fun at the time. But it's it's just it's a little bit crap, and when you look back on it, and some of the acting isn't great, and ob- and is a bit obvious. Yeah. Um. Like the uh. The the I didn't get her name, but the woman who plays the parapsychologist. Um, do you remember her? Because she was I don't the remember wife, her. What was the she wife in? in the British Empire? Apparently. Oh, was she really? Okay. All yeah. Right. My brother was telling me that the other night, and I was like, No, I remember her. Yeah. Okay. I need to. Yeah. That that was. I I loved that show. Embarrassingly enough, when I was a kid. Um. A lot of people did. Yeah. But uh, and and Craig Charles was just his kind of usual self. But I figured, well, maybe they just got him like they do on Comic Relief or something, where they get they get celebrities to be OB type people, which is why it worked. I think so. Well. Yeah, it Again, did. He's a very friendly, familiar TV face, and and he's more of an actor than anything else. And it kind of, but it's yeah, it's believable that someone mm-hmm. would go out and do that kind of live, like, look, we're doing something wacky, and he over the tops the whole bloody thing he does and it's great with, so, and like he's yeah. making fun of people and and there's that moment where he his kind of big scene is where uh he goes and talks to the the, the woman in the field who knows something about the the old the house that used to be yeah, there or yeah. something and he's running down the street and and they and and they actually say you know it's not it's not funny it's not a laughing matter and yeah, he's like they, joking so around that's still. kind of serious. It, yeah, yeah. And but then I like the bits where when it's going crazy and it's mm-hmm. not supposed to cut to them, and he just pushes that trick or treat. Oh, that, that, little, that little kid away. Yeah, that, that's like, really get away. good. Get away, kid. Yeah. When the camera was on, he was being nice to those trick or treaters and like uh-huh. putting the mic in front. of How are you? You know stuff. And then when there's one near him, like you're trying to complete shit to him, yeah. Or he's like, he's, yeah, he's doing weird shit. <laughs> that was pretty Which fun. Is beautiful. Yeah, that's um, that's a nice nice bit. Um. I thought the girls did pretty well. The the, the two kind of central girls in in the. Yeah. I mean, they were a bit stage schooly, and it was clear they, they, were they actors, are in but... retrospect. As is the mother. The mother's a bit kind of like she stutters and she slows down. And yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but, um, but the, the a lot a lot of the the performances were fairly naturalistic. I thought, which was which was good, particularly Sarah Green yeah. and and. Uh, um, I, I did quite like it when they cut to the skeptic uh, in New New York. That was <laughs> great. In front of a picture of New <laughs> yeah, York. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like he's, he's like you a... know thirty feet to the left or something. Yeah, he's just in another. In but I think everything that was on those screens was pre-recorded. Oh, okay. Because on the I watched some of the commentary last night, so I had some facts for this, and apparently that was the first time in the BBC they'd ever used one of those video walls from tape. Oh, okay. So apparently it was like a Sony factory behind those screens. Uh-huh. To play back all the the elements to the right yeah. screens because it wasn't like here's one thing and it split here's one each thing one of those was the a, screen was a, sure. yeah so it was like there were tape decks back there to play those bits back cool. at the right times and stuff and they had to film it, it you know post interaction 
uh, pre-interaction rather. And um, yeah, the guy in New York, the, I forget his, what his name is, but the, just the fact that he's just like, he's got the same like BBC headpiece and, uh-huh. and he's just in front of that picture in New York. And it's, I don't know. It's just like who, who in a recording studio would have a picture of New York? Yeah. But, think, but that's the kind of thing, you know, it's, it kind of rings true of a BBC kind of of the era, I think. It does. It, it could have been a BBC broom cupboard in New York that yeah. they use specifically for, you know, remote pieces like that where they need to interview someone. Um, and I just, I love the fact that he's like so completely belittling of, of the, the parapsychologist. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's good. And and, and uh, as, a, as a kind of like natural skeptic myself, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you take her down. <laughs> 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 but uh it was uh, yeah i, I thought it was, a, it was a really interesting it's an interesting piece of history um especially because you see so much of the the technology the broadcast technology from that era and it's it's interesting to see that that i i don't know if they were to try and do something like that now uh, there'd be 50 people surrounding them with smartphones going this is bullshit you know yeah, yeah. And, and i just think in in today's era it'd be much harder to pull something like that off yeah, without someone, even if they shot it all and they managed to keep everyone around there, you know, use an abandoned street or clear the yeah. street, you know, and uh, or a back lot, or a back lot, and try and try and swing the houses that way and make sure everyone on the street was an actor, which I think is what happened here. Yeah, or at least it might have been the people in the houses, but they were, you know, they were there as actors. Mm-hmm. Like I think someone would probably manage to get down there and bust it and bust it you know like i'm here right now fucking gps or whatever like tweeting tweeting like that they're not there yeah like there's no there's nothing happening it's not you know because you know they give the name of it just to just to give some backstory for people listening the essentially it centers around the most haunted house in britain which is essentially a kind of post-war new build house so it's kind of very visceral to people because it's not the old dark house it's not you know the creepy old mansion it's something you could live in yeah yeah, it's new, and they actually build a backstory throughout it, don't they? Like the the person talks about the person who was there in the sixties and the, what was on the site before, yep. and and all that kind of stuff. And it's nicely handled. It and is. there was more as it went along. There was more in there that I didn't remember. Like they address the fact that kids might be watching, and might be scared mm-hmm. by you know they have Parkinson literally sell that woman who brings in to send the kids to bed. Yeah, and um, and things like that. And I like I love how they address all that stuff. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's surprisingly built in. Well, having Dude, the phone. Like, sorry, sorry, having someone like Parkinson there really gives it that air of legitimacy as well. Because he's like, mm. well, he wouldn't be involved in something that was nonsense. A little bit of just kind of kind of going, well, it must be, it must be legit, right? It must be right, right, <laughs> right? right. And then they they kill Sarah Green in a in a cupboard under the stairs and, <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Did you notice any of the appearances by pipes in there? No. There are loads because you know they talk about him in the corner. Yeah, there's that, that whole shadow thing that, that like lots yeah. of people are calling in to see. Yeah, there are. Hang on a minute. Let me let me let me quickly send you a few because I, I managed to screenshot a few as it goes okay. along. There is enough bits where they have a guy dressed as and pipes. It swings. Yeah, and it swings by him like camera will swing by and he'll be there. Um, you know when they play the recording of the girl and she's speaking in his voice. Yes. There you go. Look behind her. Oh yeah. There he is. So the the light behind her just sort of slowly comes up, and there's that dude stood there. Nice. And um, when they're in the kitchen, I think this is when the cat noises are beginning, and everything's going a bit, starting to go bananas the first time before they before they at the midway point they kind of diffuse it as a hoax, don't they? Yes, the they do. Yeah, yeah. They, they admit the older girl is making it up. Is 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 the yeah. narrative that they play out? 
And Michael and Parkinson then, gets all, ah, oh, you're talking crap. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's so, I love his little gritty voice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think it's not long after that happens, um, you get uh, Sarah Green's there at the window or whatever with the cat and look in the reflection of the window. Oh, there we go. Yeah, check that out. Oh, man, that's really creepy. Yeah, so there's loads of little appearances by that. Like when the lighting explodes, Yeah, he's up in the gantry. Oh, cool. And, um, and you know when that door opens under the stairs? Yes. He's behind the door. You could, for a, just for a split just for second, a the door kind of goes by. Right there. And you can just see him stood there in, under the, under the, you know, on the steps or whatever, the stairs going down to the cellar or whatever it is. Oh, wow. Like, apparently there's still some debate about how many appearances there are in the film of him. Oh, really? Okay. But the, the listing I've seen says 13. Okay. There are 13 appearances by him in the film itself. One of them is apparently just on the street in one of the crowds. Oh, like well, I guess Charles I hide him because it's all kind of and dark. He's just so... there. Yeah, nice. and he's just got his like, bloody eyes or whatever from where the cats ate his eyes out. Yeah. Because uh, I think the idea is that it's the man from the 60s. What's that? That's the reveal at the end, isn't it? There's a guy who calls in and doesn't want to give his name and, and tells yeah. him all about, you know, he's a, he's a kitty fiddler. and Yeah, but it's him, but he's possessed by the spirit of that other one, the lady who phones in about yes, talks about. Which is right. why he dresses as a woman, like the one who killed, she was a nurse or something. What do they call her? Baby farmer? Yeah, something and, like that. And she, the spirit of her has possessed him. And so pipes is a combination of the two of them, I guess. Yes. So, which is which is pretty fucked. It is. I it's think. way messed up. Yeah. But it's a nice uh, modern kind of modern era kind of ghost story in a, in a you know new build house in in you know outside London that's gonna fuck people up on Halloween night in nineteen ninety two and Scar Generation. Yes. <laughs> so. No, I, I thought I, th- I thought it was great actually. I, 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 despite the the somewhat cheesy performances from a couple of people, I thought it was it was pretty pretty decent. And the mom, I actually thought there were I, I, there was that one point where they took the mom out into the like the OB van, yeah. and and they and she was on the screens in the house. And at that point, I thought they're going to kill the mom. The oh, mom's going to go okay. possessed and and then she's going to die. Oh, she's just going to like yeah yeah yeah. Exactly. Uh, eyes are going to start bleeding, and 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 the girls are going to be all scared of it's it's and see see their mom die on the TV and stuff. Nice. That's what I thought that would have been was going to happen, but it would have been interesting. Yeah. To, to have gone that way with it. The um... now, now one thing that I missed that I meant to bring up is in in the kitchen there appeared to be green bagels hung from string. What's all that I, about? I think they're meant to be apples for like apple bobbing type oh, thing. Oh yeah, because like green a and... cheesy yeah. thing. Okay, because Sarah Green and the girls are apple bobbing at one point, and because she, she's yeah. like, "Oh, it's yeah, it's everything's fine. We're just having a happy Halloween night before this creepy stuff starts happening." Yeah, drinking our yeah. Coca Cola and eating our crisps. There's a, yeah. there's a bit where um, one of the girls in the living room and Sarah Green just goes, "Have you got enough crisps?" And I was just yeah, like, I "It's so like eighties, early 90s. It like, really is. Yeah, give the kids a shit ton of yeah, crisps. Yeah, and she's sitting, she's sitting on the floor with like an Amstrad or an Atari plugged into the TV, and on on, on her home computer. And and yeah, she says, "If you got enough crisps, uh, I had that exact exact same thing." Yeah. I was like, "That's brilliant!" And the old the old kind of like weird shaped Coke, Coke bottles and stuff, where it just says Coke on the side. And, yeah, know, I was surprised that they actually were allowed to use the old uh, Coke branding in there, but I guess it's true. BBC they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can, um, so long as, as long as it's not undue prominence. <laughs> and yeah, I suppose it's that. The um, hey, what was the other question you asked? So, 
Apparently, it had a cast list and was listed as a drama in the Radio Times. Okay. So that gave it away to certain people, but then, you know, what's the the viewership versus the the amount of people who buy the Radio Times? Right, yeah. I was so, just, the reason I was wondering that was wondering how far they went with it to make it seem like it was real. Apparently, they used no clips from it in the advertising. Okay. Oh, well, because uh, that, that would have given it away. That would have given it away. Life, yeah. They, um... I couldn't find any of those on YouTube. I went looking and they're not on the DVD, sadly. But I, pardon me, I would guess some of it's that um, title sequence thing they kind of have. Yeah. Where it's the people and then the bright light comes on on the, like, outside the truck and it's like, you know, they turn yeah. the lights on their faces and stuff and it's just kind of a bit overwrought kind of title sequence stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like television event type. Ad. Yeah. Um, they do throw up, apparently it was a last minute decision to throw up a title card that included, um, it, I think it just says uh, Parkinson, Sarah Green and Mike Smith. And then it says by Stephen Volk. Oh, okay. It doesn't say written by, but it says by, and that's that's very early on. That's a bit of a giveaway. Um, that is a bit of a giveaway. And and the I found it on YouTube, but the, the lead into it is a bit fluffy as well. The um, Like the continuity announcement? Yeah, the BBC Spinning Globe yeah. says like, and now a new a Screen One presentation or whatever. Screen One being a drama strand. Okay. Now on BBC One, Screen One presents an unusual and sometimes disturbing film marking Halloween. Over the centuries, there have been countless reports of ghosts and ghouls, but the line between fact and fiction has always been unclear. Using the modern idiom of the outside broadcast, Michael Parkinson, Sarah Green, Mike Smith, and Craig Charles star. In Ghost Watch, and I think it started on TV with the um, with the Scream one. I think it was like a stone or something. You know, like Arena had the floating bottle. Mm-hmm. Like different strands would have different things on BBC back then. Um, and I think it started with the Scream one, like dispatches, yeah. yeah, Equinox, those kind of things. Um, so it would have started with that, and I, I forget exactly what it says. I'll drop it in here if, uh, if I okay. can find it. Again. Yeah, but, uh, the, the, yeah, essentially, it didn't announce it as a drama, but it, it towed the line. Like, okay, you know, uh, yeah, you know. and, and a bit of me kind of wonders whether that was the execs kind of going, we don't want an Orson Welles situation on our hands here. That's exactly. Apparently, they almost pulled it. Oh, really? Well, yeah. And rightly so, given the reaction by the sounds of it. I am I'm watching it, like I said, watching it from a modern-day perspective with, with my jaded cynicism, <laughs> it, it really does, it, it, it surprises me somewhat that it received such a massive negative reaction. So much so that they didn't show it for 10 years. Yeah, they apparently they promised. I think it didn't help that Sarah Green was a you know your friendly, cuddly children's presenter on Saturday mornings, you know, and that which she would have been on that morning, you know. What uh, time did it go out? Uh, nine o'clock, I believe it started, or nine twenty-five or something. Oh, because yeah, actually, Parkinson mentions it as part of the watershed at some point, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But I think some of the complaints said that it was too close. It was too close to nine o'clock. Yeah, I've heard that sort of thing before. Um, I there was a, a film on Channel Four at one point that got a bunch of complaints because it was like right after the watershed and there was uh, a lesbian oral sex scene where you go like almost immediately just starts with that title sequence yeah (laughs) (laughs) um also i I think actually i'm going to see what i can find this on here yeah there was there was a suicide that might have been related to oh shit at the time, 18-year-old factory worker Martin Denham, who suffered from learning difficulties and had a mental age of 13, committed suicide five days after the program aired. The family home 
had suffered with a faulty central heating system and caused the pipes to knock. Yeah. Denham linked this to the activity in the show, causing great worry. He left a suicide note reading, if there are ghosts, I will be with you always as a ghost. His mother and stepfather blamed BBC. They claimed that Martin had was hypnotized and obsessed by the program. The British Standards Commission refused the complaint, along with 34 others, as being outside their remit. So they passed the buck, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was there was that, and uh, uh, oh yeah, Simmons and Silvera published a report in uh, British Medical Journal in February 1994 describing two cases of ghost wash induced post traumatic stress disorder in children, Good both ten year old boys. Wow! Yeah. So you only escaped it by two years. If I'd been ten, <laughs> probably. Well, I'm trying to think what I I would have already seen like RoboCop and stuff, but I yeah. guess that's that's something else because well, you, you know it's that. not real. Yeah, it's it's literally a robot man. Yeah, melting criminals. I mean, what's what's not to love? Absolutely. <laughs> and I love Ghostbusters. You know, yeah. like I I was already steeped in this shit for years before this. True. But it was never presented as real, and I never like my the way my mind works is like that's very you know that makes me laugh and it's crazy and looks slimer. And then this is Parkinson and Sarah Green, who I probably watched that morning on Going Live. Going Live, yeah, yeah. Uh, saying, like, sorry, kids, I'm about to get murdered in a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you put it like that, it's it's no wonder that it, it, it was traumatizing. Yeah, apparently they brought um, – I read – I don't know whether this was on the commentary or whether I read this. They brought Sarah Green out on um, CBBC on the Monday, which she didn't present, obviously. No. So with Andy Peters or whoever was doing the broom cupboard thing at that time and the children's you know shit yeah to to basically prove she was still alive and, and announce that it was all fake you know yeah fake or a hoax yeah. or whatever you want to okay. call it yeah a drama yeah a narrative yeah a drama narrative i don't know how i mean I'd, actually i'd love to find the clip of that That'd if i can great, find that yeah. it's, it's here no i never i never i don't touch me don't touch me don't touch me don't touch me that was great that was great um what was your other question oh what happened if you rang in yes this is the best one that I know. So do you remember the phone number they throw up on screen? It's like 081-181-181 or something like no, that, No, it's right? 081-811-8181. That was the fucking going live number. Oh, seriously? So it ends another level of it because I still remember, I can still remember that number. Like even before I saw it now, I was like, ah, oh, that's the fucking live and kicking going live number mm-hmm. because, because of the jingle 0818118181. You yeah. know, like they used to throw that up all the time, like on TV and you'd ring in and get, you know, to play this game with Trevor and Simon or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and, um, and they used it for this and it's been used here and there of the BBC uh, on the BBC over the years. You could speak to um, them on the, on the big white aerial handset yeah, phones exactly. yeah, yeah yeah and you could you could tell left right you know that stupid game you had where you'd have to like or you could you like know, uh, yeah yell, yell at peter andre like uh do you ever seen that clip no um so they've got peter andre doing a phone, a phone in and uh i'll get the word the wording wrong but uh there's a really, really kind of calm sounding guy calling and he's like yeah just really wanted to ask you um so what does it feel like uh, being a complete creative sham or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'll answer your question. And he actually, you know, tries to play it off like he's not annoyed. It's great. Now let's go back to the phones. Okay, let's go to uh, line three. We're going to go to who's on line three? Hello, it's Mark. Hi. Hi, Mark. You're right. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hi. Well, welcome to Ellen K Friday. Very exciting. You're through to Peter. What's your question? Hi. You've got lots of hip hop people on your new album. Yeah. But you're still a commercial whore. I'm still a commercial what? Whore. 
All right. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, let's go. Let's. Hang on, I'm hang really on, sorry hang about on. that. No, no, really? no, hang on. Let me answer this bloke. Yeah, go put back to me. Listen, mate, I didn't make no. the music for you. He's I gone. made it for all these lovely people. So He's gone. Good old Peter Andre. Mysterious girl. Um... <laughs> Whoa! Mysterious girl! I'm embarrassed that I know that. Yeah, so if you phone that number, yeah. it was uh, it was a pre-recorded message that told you it was a drama. Okay. And that uh, you hadn't been charged, I guess, and don't worry. Okay. Oh, no, gotcha. but it did allow you then to record a message about your own experiences with ghosts oh all right which i think they were maybe going to use for something else if it, the whole fucking thing hadn't backfired yeah um but what happened was i love the idea that there's a tape of those somewhere still on the bbc probably is yeah um ne- next to the, this morning with richard not judy tapes <laughs> the ones they didn't destroy <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry sorry i keep interrupting carry on um uh sorry yeah what happened so so but what happened is they were so slammed with calls yeah Everyone just got a busy signal. Oh, so that's going to lend to the feeds back into the reality yeah. of it. And oh, I love they, it. They say in the show, "Oh, we're really, you know, yeah." Because Parky literally says at one point, "No more calls." We're yeah, no more calls. The phone way. lines are jammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more calls. I can't yeah. do it. Um, no more calls. No, that's that's um, that was that's pretty good. It <laughs> was pretty good. Finish that. Do that again. No more calls. Uh, the phone lines are jammed. Uh, no, turning no, into Bernard Manning. <laughs> I, it worked for me. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> just need to throw more through more swear words in, and you've got Roy Chubby Brown on. Or, or, or Manning. Oh, Roy Chubby Brown. Ugh. Roy Chubby Brown. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's funny because it was probably around this time. I remember seeing there always used to be ads on the TV for his videos, and you know he had that that funny get-up where he'd wear like a, a, a suit a that was like in the suit, yeah. Uh, yeah the suit was like a map of the world and then the the, the flight goggle helmet and i was like as an eight-year-old I was like, oh he looks really funny because he, he looked kind of wacky and i remember my mom and dad being like no nah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to watch him he's crap because <laughs> you never saw him on tv or anything you just saw ads for his videos on tv mm. so i thought oh he's like a wacky comedian like trevin simon or something but yeah he's no. gonna be really kid friendly <laughs> yeah exactly you watch the first one you're like <laughs> yeah so it took me years to see any of his stuff and then when i finally did i was like oh how horribly disappointing he's not mm. very funny mm. it's just embarrassing really morally questionable yeah um if you had seen this yes and you said about your your cynical young you would have been i would have been eight eight, eight? Yeah. yeah that's what i was thinking um do you think you would have been convincing your mother it wasn't real <laughs> No, I think I would have thought it was real. I think I think I probably would have. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I think I would have bought it at that age. Do you um, know, watching it this time, and and this is because it's me, and I probably noticed this in last time I watched it, which must be over for you five years ago. Um, very early on, there's a big signal. It's not nothing about it's real because there's a technological thing which makes no sense. It doesn't work. So you know when they show the first university shot in the bedroom? Yes. And it's got that artificial swing around kind of the camera zooms around move yeah and it's clearly zooming into the picture uh-huh not moving the camera it's not the camera isn't moving but, but it's, it's a digital, bloody... it's digital zoom yeah they're yeah, stretching the, the picture the, essentially yeah but the on-screen burnt in time code thing remains oh it stays so okay and the order of those things i watched it and went oh that's really bad that's atrociously bad yeah i mean at the time on sd well, tv yeah, that was probably yeah. 14 inch I wouldn't have noticed that at all, but 
it was not good. No. That was one of those things that was just like, ugh. And in the in the um in the commentary, the director lady was saying that um that it was very much a case of it didn't seem to have that immediate impact they wanted, so they put that in. Oh, but really? I think you could have just done more slow build and left it out. That was one of my few criticisms. But I think a lot of it's very, very well handled, perfectly in fact. It's written perfectly, but um, yeah, it's written very stupid well. I like the fact that, that, that well, I, I and so so to, to go along with that after after that moment, I, I thought, well, maybe the maybe this is real still, but this is a recreation, and it's not university footage; it's a recreation of university footage. Because they couldn't show the real footage with the real girls in, so that was that was kind oh, of what fair. I justified. As that scene was playing out, I justified it to myself in that way, and was like, "Okay, hang on, pause for a minute, and 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 try and go with it." And then when Sarah Green does the bit with the cameraman and demonstrates the infrared, and then they go into the OB van, and they've got the the, the sensors, and it's like really bad '90s video graphics. Lobby. Yeah, it's like, it's like little bar, bar charts and stuff as well, where, where it says, you know, but it's like you know those things in in uh, in the corner for your burger alarm. That sense heat. Well, this one senses cold, and it was that moment. Yeah. It's like, ah, this is horseshit, but it's 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 fun. <laughs> ah, this is horseshit. <laughs> I get it now. Would you believe that because of BBC politics, that um, sorry, I'm just opening another bit. That uh, the OB van is a prop. Is it really? So they couldn't they show a real OB van. Use an OB van. Yeah, they weren't huh. allowed to use one, so they had to dress one because um, it wasn't under factual. It was under film. And they wouldn't give them an OB van to do they film. Yeah, because of the way factual worked or whatever, they wouldn't give them one. They couldn't have one that would just work, so they had to dress up one. Yay, auntie's red tape. Like. Yeah, it's, which is just, that blew me away. The fact that, I mean, I guess yeah, it makes sense because you can use it, but you can also use it with the things in it that actually work. Yeah, and it's so, they probably shot for, what, a night maybe? Maybe two nights? No, I think they did it for a week. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Well, they, they did. Might be, might be child labour laws, but yeah. Oh, that's they, true. They did a really good job with that, then, because it, it did seem like it was all shot live. Yeah, it, it felt. And one of the things I was just about to mention is, is um, I really like the fact that they they were were brave enough to have moments of silence where it was like one of those live broadcasts where, okay, we've gone to them, but something's gone a little bit wrong, and or they've got to get from here to here, and in something that was pre-recorded, you just cut. But they, we actually got to follow them through the house or or, or down the street or stuff like that. That that yeah, really yeah. led to the credulity of it. I thought. Yeah, and uh, just like the, I don't know. They 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 have a, a the wacky Welsh phoning guy. Yes. And like, yeah, I think we've we've had enough. Can you hear me? Like, yeah, this plate just flew off my table. Um, and all, <laughs> all my clocks are stopped. <laughs> yeah, but there's all that kind of stuff, and they put it all in like. The mechanics of it in that respect, I just, I respect so much. Yeah. Because it's just really, really well structured in terms of it seems creating like a legit, reality. Yeah, it seems like a legit yeah. real broadcast. It really does. Uh, uh, you know, with the exception of the human element, um, the structure yeah. of it definitely seems like it's, it's, it's for real in that, in that scenario. I like it. That's good. Yep. Well, that's in terms of fuck-ups as well, that might lead next nicely on to the next one. Yes. Do you yes. want to just go into that? I think, sure. uh, which actually, I suppose uh, you're the you're the person. Would you recommend anybody track down Ghostwatch? I, I actually would. Yeah, I think it's an interesting piece of history, and it's 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 pretty well done. Um, I I would uh, yeah, if if you're kind of interested in that in that that sort of genre, and you maybe grew up in the UK in the early '90s, uh, it will be you will enjoy it a great deal. 
yeah, uh, if you never, I, never saw it, definitely would be yeah. interesting to, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think knowing some of the characters uh, or the the personalities helps, like knowing Michael Parkinson, Sarah Green, Craig Charles. Yeah. Do you think it would play without knowing those people? Because uh, apparently it was shown in Canada at some point, and I don't know if any of that would travel. Yeah, maybe Craig Charles, they'd be like, oh, it's Lister. But um, a certain small portion of the audience, I suppose. Uh, not as well probably um okay. I, just thinking about it if you did it here and you had like al roker and katie Couric or something i don't know katie Couric's a bit too lofty but if you had if you had those kind of personalities who are known very very well here but not so much internationally not so much in the uk for example i right, think yeah, I, yeah. I think you probably you you wouldn't have that connection to them so that legitimacy is not there what's his name what's the good morning america guy oh uh, matt lauer no, no, the old guy. The maybe it's not Good Morning. Uh, um, hello, um, that's Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Actually, that's not him at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh crap! Walter Cronkite. No, Cronkite would be amazing. It would be amazing. He, must, he yeah. would have been oh, like like Peter Jennings or someone like that. That would be that'd be pretty. No, cool. yeah, Jennings would would lend it a lot of credibility. Yeah. he's dead now, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he died. Yeah. a decade or more ago. Who's the Who's the more comedy light entertainment guy? I think he does the morning thing, but it's not Good Morning America. Oh, Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine him doing it. That would be amazing. <laughs> and you have got Kelly Ripper as the OB reporter of Sarah Green. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And uh, what's the guy who does, um, used to do uh, Total Request Live and oh, uh, American Idol? Tyler something? With his spiky hair? Yeah, another one you're talking about. TRL. That, that guy. Matt something? I don't know. Someone's, yeah, if people were listening, they're yelling that name at the, uh, at their... Just on the bus or wherever they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Daly. Carson Daly, that's the guy. Yeah, him. So that would be your American modern era kind of version of it, I suppose. Yeah. You know, and then you and then it gets really fucking weird. <laughs> but they probably in America they'd probably crucially like break certain parts of the reality because it works better for TV. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, you know, they'd be like, coming up after the break. A big spooky happening. <laughs> yeah, of course, because it's not it's not it's not uh, BBC unless they did it on PBS yeah. or something. Yeah, it would that they'd have to to, to have have breaks for it, Stop but it would be that that contrast would be would be interesting actually. Go, going from that to like a ch- chippy Home Depot ad or something, and then just coming yeah. back and like you know Kelly Ripper's got bloody eyes and stuff. <laughs> She's just like face is just been chewed off. Yeah. She's coming down like a like the corridor is just lights are just like arcing and stuff, and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like sponsored by KFC. <laughs> Snackers Cruncher. Yeah, Ghostwatch is brought to you. Ghostwatch USA is brought to you by Yeah. Snickers. <laughs> taste the rainbow peanuts. <laughs> Skittles, taste the rainbow. If you want to scare your neighbours, then you'll come down Chelmsleywood Halloween shop. We've got lots of different kinds of costumes. Ghosts, vampires, Frankensteins, naughty nurses, Chewbacca's, pros, mummies, spacemen, Maggie Thatcher's, abominable snowmen, bears, priests, zombies, and many other scary creatures. 
Wayne open 11 till 4 in the old gala bingo hall in Chelmsley Wood. Come see what we got. It's spooktastic. So, alright, was it, Dave? Yeah, yeah, it's together. Down, mate, down. Uh, okay, so the, the, the after watching that, I, I it, it, like I mentioned at the, at the top, it reminded me of this this real live show that was it's somewhat different because it's not Halloween based, but it is still kind of paranormal uh, related. Uh, the the this James Randi exposing I've forgotten what it's called now. Um, Fucking psychics live, <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> and it's it's so it's got a bunch of personalities, and the 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 idea of it. So you you knew the the Mr. Wooden Man. Who was that? Yeah, do you not know? Do no, not I didn't know? recognize him. And did you love the fact that the, 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 it clearly was a live recording because the sound didn't work for the first 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I, I, the <laughs> fact that they had him on that, they had this cool shot yeah. where they're like, they've sat him on the crane and they're, they're flying him around the studio and he's delivering straight to camera, but he's floating around. You just hear nothing. And just you hear dead nothing silence. Music. Maybe the occasional <laughs> clunk. And yeah, the yeah, music. No, there's music. There's music over it. Oh, and I was kind of like, is this playing all the channels? And then it cuts to a you know a, a pre-recorded bit, and they're like, "You're a girl, it's gonna yeah. be on later or whatever." And uh, and then it'll come back to him, and his mouth just moving, and it's just nothing. <laughs> yeah, they they haven't fixed it already. It's great. It takes and like just, three or four shots of them to actually get it fixed. It really does. And I just imagine someone up in the gallery is like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too. Who didn't mic him? Yeah. Turn on uh, the mic. Who, yeah. Why did he turn the mic off? Who didn't replace but, the batteries? Who didn't replace? Who, who put no batteries in this? Um, but yeah, Bill Bixby was the Incredible Hulk in the eighties. He was uh, David Banner in the Incredible Hulk series. Oh, so he he was the guy that turned into Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so he really? he was a very like of that era, very famous American um, television uh, face. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, so he would have been an interesting one to front something like this. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Randy, James Randy, James Randy, Randy mm-hmm. Tobin, whatever. Hey, Mason Randy, <laughs> Randy Tobin. Hi, Randy. Randy Tobin. Hey, Randy. You're not listening to this, but you like everything we put out. So yeah. Um. So yeah, so he's there fronting it, and uh, and you've got the other guy who's kind of like, "This is all bullshit. Let yeah. me show you how it's done, but not really show you." Yes. Which was annoying. I'm going to do it. It's bullshit. And then and, not show you how. Yeah, and, and then I mean the, the the interesting thing is Yuri Geller and and James Randi have a lot of history at, by that point. Oh, do they? Um, really? okay. James Randi set up a, a a bit on um uh oh shit Carson uh, Johnny Carson okay where uh, Yuri Geller in the seventies where Yuri Geller comes on to demonstrate his powers. And uh, the, he he sets it up, and, and basically Yuri Geller completely flops. He's 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 not able to bend his spoons. He's not able to do any of the shit that he's he he was very very famous for at the time. Oh crap! Um, and Carson was was a, a fairly fairly well um, recognized skeptic. He he was kind of skeptical of, of the whole thing, and and it gets a bit a bit awkward between those two. Um, and then uh, there was a lawsuit at some point where. Um, uh, Geller sued Randy for for writing stuff about him in his book that that he claimed was libelous and 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 not true. Uh, which Geller believe... sued Carson or sued no, James Randy. Randy, right? Okay, yeah, because Randy put out a book uh, that 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 basically said you know he's a fraud. Um, and uh, uh, so yeah, by this point, this I think this was at the early nineties or the late eighties. 
from I I um I knew earlier on. Hang on a minute. I screenshotted some facts about this show because I went digging. I think and I know it went out in June of whatever year it went out. Hang on a minute. Uh, June seventh, nineteen eighty nine. Okay. Exploring psychic powers live. Yeah. Yeah. So so that 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 fits in. By that point, that they've they've been going back and forth for quite a while. Um, and the fact that that Gelly Gelly <laughs> Geller uh, agreed to appear on the show, he's you know, buddies call him Gelly. Um, yeah, Gelly. It would, but call me. I, I love the bit. I love the bits where it was like it was like Geller versus Randy, and and they've got the two that them they're, them like looking head to head, and it's like a really like bad boxing. video effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were they so every time it cuts to the dressing rooms? I think it was the same dressing room. Yes, I think it was. Did you notice all like they all had old spice and yeah. things on their desk? Like they yeah. all got the same like speed stick and old spice. And I wondered if it was the same dressing room, just shot like one from the left of the mirror, one from the right of the mirror. I think to it make might it look have been. like a thing. All the studios just had a lot of the same dressing rooms, which is also a possibility. Also yes. real. And then Penn and Teller appear. Penn and Teller. Is that how you found this show? That's why I was assuming that's how you maybe found this existed. I don't recall. It was it was it was just a YouTube recommendation. I was like, that looks great, and clicked oh, okay. on it because I've watched a bunch of James Randi stuff. There's there's if you if you if you have YouTube uh, James Randi or the Amazing Randi as he goes by on his stage yeah. name, he's got this thing called the James Randi Educational Fund, um, where there's a, a million dollar prize for anyone anyone who can prove demonstrate that they have uh, actual supernatural ability under laboratory conditions which he's had for going for 40 years or something, yeah for a long long time it used to be i think it was ten thousand dollars then it went to a hundred thousand now it's a million dollars wow um and no one's ever claimed it obviously how uh, old a guy is he because he's, he's still his, i know he's still alive but... yeah he's in his late 80s or early 90s now he's really old. okay so he's he's old now because he, yeah. i couldn't he could have been anything from sort of 35 up yeah in in this one because yeah. he's just he's he lost just his looks, hair but he's looks got good yeah. skin you know yeah. like he looked. He looked that way for about twenty years. So yeah, I imagine as soon as his hair went white, it was you know you couldn't you couldn't just guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, but did you enjoy the Penn and Teller bit? The the bit in the restaurant <clears throat> in the restaurant that they did that was fun. Oh no, I lost you. That's really creepy. I'm going to screenshot that. I'm going to WhatsApp Mark right now. Sheriff, he's over here. God, look at that thing. Look out! Can we get out of here? No, I'm enjoying this. Well, I can't watch. Excuse me. Scrawled in blood. What's it say? See you next Wednesday. Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about the James Randi thing. You you had just said, um, "What did I make of Penn and Teller?" Yes, yeah, the, the, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, they they had the they were selling magic crystals and stuff. Yeah, they were the selling salt, salt weren't yeah. they? Yeah, so, so they were selling salt in the restaurant. Yeah, um, I like that, and I like the car bit. I like both both of their appearances, but they were like, what? Where were they at the, that point in their career? Because it's super early. It's right after they start getting on TV and doing HBO specials. I think it's right after Penn and Teller get killed or whatever that movie's called. That terrible film. 
I don't remember that unless that was one of the ones I watched. It's not good. It's not good at all. I watched it. Being a big Penn and Teller fan, I found it and I was like, something from the early times. And Penn's got the awful swept forward hair with the, you know, the swept forward curly hair and stuff. He looks like Ed. <laughs> yeah, he does look like, yeah, that's funny. Um, and and it's just it's just not a good film. Um, but yeah, the, I know that Penn did not appear on TV until he was 30 and he deliberately did that. Oh, okay. So whenever he turned 30 was, was and I think that was mid 80s. Like eighty seven, and both their voices sound kind of wrong. Yeah, Penn's voice doesn't sound right at all, does it? It sounds kind of too high and not gravelly enough. Yeah, and he looks super lean. Mm-hmm. You know, he, it looks like he like, looks like now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, but he's not. Like no, he does no. look like he looks like now, but it simultaneously looks kind of, kind of different. Like it makes him now look wrong. Whereas yeah, it he does. looks. I thought he looked really good now, but obviously, him then, he like, whoa, that guy was nothing. He weighed nothing. Yeah. So. But no, I like their appearance, but uh, I didn't. I thought there could be more of them. What I really liked mm-hmm. was the like little bullshit challenges every time they brought someone on. That's what I was going to talk about next. So, so one of the things that they did throughout the show was they had like, so like a, I don't think she was astral projection, but like a, the aura lady, aura lady, a psychokinetic lady, uh, a dowsing dude, and all these sorts of people who had these idea this this idea that they could do various paranormal supernatural newage things i love that pen and pen like does refers to it not as new age but newage did you notice I missed that? that it's no amazing. i missed that completely that's amazing <laughs> i've started calling it newage from now on newage um, and uh, uh yeah so uh, they then they the idea is that they have to get a certain number of these correct and then they win 10 grand or something 100 grand. 100 grand 100 grand um, Most of them were a hundred grand, yeah, because they did about six of them, and I think they had about, or maybe seven. They had like like almost a million to give away if any of them, which they clearly weren't going to, yeah. managed to do anything. I loved like, how they rushed through them as well. It was it was like like here, prove it. Oh, you didn't fail. You didn't do it. Sorry, off you go. It was great. Like dow- the dowsing dude. I wanted to um, to open the rest of the boxes mm. to show how many he did get right. Yeah. But as soon as he got one wrong, they were like, sorry, onto the next segment. Mm-hmm. It was so. I mean, it was clearly live, but there were there were pre-recorded bits that were slotted slotted in, like yeah, Penn and Teller stuff, obviously. But... Well, there was Yuri Geller on his boat, and he was like, "I need your help, do mm-hmm. help me." But it wasn't live, so what no. the fuck? Yeah. And then he managed to make the compass move, mm-hmm. and you saw Yuri Geller's house, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's doing well." Yeah, business is good if mm-hmm. he's got that solid white mansion in, yeah. in wherever it was outside London, just outside London. Yeah, so I presume yeah. like Berkshire or something. But that's something that's not like a that. cheap house. I was surprised, actually, um, as a small segue, um, how positive Yuri Geller seemed. Yeah, me like too. He, he's either Hulk Hogan level believes his own bullshit, or he is a really good liar. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wonder. There was a bit of a resurgence of his popularity in in that era. I seem to remember in the the late eighties, early nineties, he 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 made the chat show rounds a little bit and would appear on tv a fair amount um because obviously he was first most popular in the 70s and then i yeah. think he, he kind of had waned a little bit and then then came back so i wonder if this was the the start of the resurgence and kind of his like sure, i'm running out of money i can't afford to pay the heating in the giant white, white marble mansion <laughs> so <laughs> my white house is cold <laughs> so he uh he, he started to, to kind of resurge a little bit and and that's what we're seeing in that energy of 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 
of the desperation to get back into the spotlight a little bit, maybe. Could be, which is, you know, I mean, he certainly is the most high profile name involved in it. Oh, I love the, um, all the other ones. You had the, um, the, the aura lady who just got none of them right. Yep. Um, the uh the, the lady medium. who went around the audience yeah tell, telling them that they were wrong <laughs> it was amazing yeah, and, and, uh, that was just a disaster like, yeah oh it was a complete I, I, disaster it's glorious they, she and randy have had a, a big run in as well oh yeah she and agreed on fun. cnn to 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 uh, take part in in the the, the, the challenge and okay. then just never did it oh really okay. yeah just ducked it for years and, and yeah so and then she appeared yeah, years like, later yeah. and was, was like, yeah, but oh, you can't do it. It just can't be measured scientifically. Right. Oh. So why did you agree then? It's bullshit. My bullshit can't be measured scientifically. Because yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I liked her, like, jaw-jacking with the audience when the audience was like, no. Does mm-hmm. this mean anything to you? No. No. And then the German guy, and she's like, wait, you can still work in Germany, can't you? Yeah. And he's like, yes. And, and she's like, are you telling me yes? Or are you, are you just saying yes? Yes. And then there was the, the guy who was going to end up in show business. And she was like, well, you just haven't yet, okay? Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't got there yet. <laughs> it can ha- some it's of like, I've got no desire to, but, you, but you're gonna. It doesn't matter what yeah. you desire to. It's and that's it's that classic Barnum questions cold reading technique of of, of yeah. turning everything every no into a yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Finding Which, some way uh, to spin it. Emma was watching it with me, and yes. she she used the term rainbow questions. Rainbow never heard questions. That okay, that's a new one on me as well. Which is very just basically open questions. Like I know it's cold reading as well. Yeah. Um. The you know the technique of essentially reading tells and leaning into the things you got right. Mm-hmm. very intensely and stuff like that but um focusing on the hits rather than all the misses and yeah, exactly the, 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 the gamble the, the the fact that they they kind of gallop through it and they, they say there's like they'll throw out 20 different things and you say yes yeah. to one of them and it counts as a positive yeah and then you, you you yeah you sweep the negatives under the carpet but um but yeah rainbow questions is basically the same thing oh, interesting okay I'm you keep it broad and you keep it uh you know positive i suppose and and then you go from there. But yeah, all that stuff I liked. Um, you had the lady who, what was it? She tied keys to watches. Yeah, what was that about? I'd never heard of that. that. Was, they called it psychometry or something. That's it, and yeah, it was, yeah. I guess it's the tying of objects to people or something. Uh-huh. Oh, you had um, uh, um, uh, astrologist guy who didn't get a single one right. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he had to guess their star signs, didn't he? Yeah, and, and he like, got the door to sit they, in front of a thing. Yeah, and then they, they all just get up and move. <laughs> yeah, stand up if he didn't get your star yeah. sign right, and they all fucking Boink. stand yeah. up. That was, that was just a beautiful moment. It was. Yeah, I felt I felt the one the only one I felt sorry for was the dowsing guy because I got the, I, the feeling that he really believed it with his little rods. Yeah, and 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 he just looked kind of sad when they were like, "Nah, yeah, you're 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 a, you're a phony, you're a fraud. You're like you're, you're as bad as you're a girl. Get off." No money for you. Get yeah. out. <laughs> no white mansion for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to be Yuri Geller. Why you thought I was going to be Yuri Geller? I don't know. It's some kind of yokel. He was clearly very American <laughs> yes. in his denim suit. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, the fact that it was clearly, well, I think it was being filmed at Universal Studios. Oh, was it really? I didn't and, notice that. And they, they went outside. You know when uh, Bill Wixby pulls the kid out of the, uh, out of the way of the... Um, 
the river. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and it's it's one of those those wonderful uh, effects rides, like the the yeah. Twister ride. That's the that last time I went to Universal Studios in Florida was still there with Bill Paxton standing looking swarthy. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, poor old Bill Paxton. No, oh, I know. Um, poor, poor one out for Bill. Poor one out for Bill. This is for you, Bill. Don't pour on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. It, 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 that was clearly one well, of Well, when they've rides. got that guy divining, yes, he's in front of the house from Psycho, which is just a really odd <laughs> pick. So yeah. he's out there doing it, just walking along with his rods going like... Mm-hmm. And, and he's literally in front of the house from Psycho. And I was like, oh, okay. There you go. But I guess, you know, they film a lot of TV down there. They still do. That's true. So, oh, and yeah, and I, it, it opens uh, on Salisbury Plain. At Stonehenge, and it's like a pink background and some styrofoam rocks with James Randi in a, in a wizard robe. It's amazing. Oh, did you know? I don't know. I didn't even question that. I thought, oh, they just filmed an opening. But do you think that was just complete bullshit? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll have to have a look at it because I'm pretty the sure it's on a set. Was yeah, a bit, just a yeah fake Stonehenge, like the one from um, Spinal Tap. Yes. <laughs> tiny one um i liked all the little fuck-ups in it that made it feel very live tv yeah like uh they were they were doing that weird uh like blue screen thing with yuri geller's video yes and and because he was then going to come through the blue screen but then bill bixby and a stage hand are just talking to each other in front of it in one shot and they just really quickly (laughs) cut away like they just walk in front of it they're like what fucking time do we get off yeah <laughs> Where's my steak? <laughs> and uh, yeah, yep. there's the other bit where Don't they made me angry. Yeah, oh, you you wouldn't like me when I'm hangry. Um, there's the uh, there's there's the bit where they do the phone in and it it goes completely wrong and you can't hear the yeah. people on the other end of the phone and it, and it feels so rushed. Up. Yeah, it feels like they 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 ran out of time. Like you can you can always see the panicked studio director in the background going, "Come on, eight, mi- eight minutes." Yeah, <laughs> um, minutes like we've got twenty of content left. The um, that's why I wonder why they rushed through some things actually mm-hmm. because they they had a lot of video packages ready because that weird one where they cut to Stansted for the um oh the the the, the uh, astral the drawing or whatever it is the spiritualist yeah. school yeah yeah I, I did a bit and, of googling on that it still exists really yeah still there still I, a spiritualist college I love that the lady college. involved in that was called Co- Coral Plodge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fabulous name. I think she might have been called Carol. <laughs> but on the video, like C-O-R-A-L, Coral Plodge. <laughs> I mean, that's just Hello, a British name that doesn't exist anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm Coral Plodge and I'm a spiritualist psychic medium. I draw pictures of people who are dead. <laughs> that was, yeah, that whole bit was, was kind of depressing because it's clearly just people, at least from my perspective. I, you know, if people get joy from this, I, I, I used to be much more. Like, yeah, you're an idiot. But uh, if people get joy from this, fine. But I, I do worry that that sort of place just exists to take people's money and feed them lies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it does. I mean, that was the, the debate me and Emma got into, actually, and, and one will continue here. Before, Actually, I just want to say one last thing. The bit where it cut back to Bill Bixby, and, he, and it, it was meant to go somewhere else, and he just goes, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that was incredible. What's happening? <laughs> um, that was just like a beautiful moment in live TV. And then it just cut away to something else. Like, what's happening? Yeah, and then it um, cuts to some VT. Yeah, probably Yuri Geller. Yeah. Um, there was too much of Yuri, those, those Yuri Geller teasing bits. That was the only thing yeah, I didn't like. It clearly was. they had it. Well, also, they wanted that um, that big yes-no phone in, didn't they? Yeah. Did they ever announce the results of that? I think they did at the end, yeah. 
can't remember what the results were, but I guess people. Well, well it wasn't a yes, no, was it? It was a, it was a, um, it was a, a tell us the symbol type thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it? No. Oh, no, there was that one, and there was also oh. "Is Yuri Geller full of bullshit?" and it said yes, no. Okay, yeah, no, I don't know whether they have. I think Yuri Geller probably told them, no, "You can't do this." Yeah, even though they teased it for like two hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the phone-in thing was weird because I said wavy lines, but I think it was because it was placed centrally. Oh, okay. And I wonder whether it was going to be that. Like, there's a psychological reason for 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 that being the lead one because it was directly below the lock box with the actual card. Right. So I don't know if that's bullshit or not, to be honest. Um, actually, talking to that, did you ever did you ever see Kentucky Fried Movie? Yes, very very many years ago. Yeah, there's the segment that runs throughout that called Truth or Bullshit. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's funny. It's worth it's worth checking out again. Truth okay. or Bullshit was one of my favorite things when I was growing up. Extraterrestrials, strange phenomena, missing persons, lost continents, myths. And monsters. We examine these mysteries to determine are they bullshit or not? London's West End. Here, in the winter of 1888, a series of bizarre and violent murders occurred, which remain unsolved to this very day. Jack the Ripper. Was he a prosperous London surgeon? Perhaps a member of British royalty? Well, our bullshit team has unearthed spectacular new evidence which suggests that Jack the Ripper was, in fact, the Loch Ness Monster. Is it possible that Nessie murdered five streetwalkers before returning to Loch Ness? Using undiscovered evidence, we've pieced together the events leading up to the first murder. Although this is a bullshit reenactment, it may have happened just this way. Hello, dearie. Show you a good time for a quiz. So the debate that you you, you had with yes. Emma that you wanted to come Sorry, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was that kind of thing of like, okay, so... Yuri Geller, very positive man. Does he believe his own bullshit? In which case, okay, fine. He's deluded and other deluded people enjoy it. And, or, or um, is it that like, okay, so they are actually quacks and charlatans and, and they, they're literally lying. So there's, cause there's a thing with audiences where it's kind of like, like um, collective suspension of disbelief. Yes. So this is like, what like allows us to enjoy wrestling. Or, yeah. Yeah, wrestling or pro magic sure. or pro magic, <laughs> pro wrestling. I want to see pro, pro magic. <laughs> Illusion entertainment. Magic or pro wrestling was what I was supposed to say. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's you know whatever, but you buy into it. Yeah. Or if you go back further with, especially with wrestling, where they didn't, and you know, everyone's a mark, and they're just there to take their money and watch the fake fights. You know. Yeah. And um. Oddly, so, coincidentally, I was listening to a Pendulette podcast um, a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about the first time he ever went to a pro wrestling show, and it was in the seventies. So it was it was like WWWF or, or you know Smoky Mountain or one of those kind of like type. Smoky type. Mountain was like the nineties. <laughs> okay, whatever you know, the, the, but it was one of those. those um, it would have been pre 
your Hulk Hogan's and your your big your big yeah. kind of popularity of, of of wrestling. And um and he mentioned how he thought that everyone who went to before he went, he thought that everybody who went was just a stupid hillbilly who didn't understand that it was fake. Right. Um, and that's generally the perception of kind of like the pre-broken kayfabe era is that, that most people just bought it and didn't really uh, understand that it was predetermined or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and he said that he had a very different experience when he went to this show. He Everybody around him knew, they knew what was going on, but they were along for the ride, yeah. which, which is very much like it is now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of, it's kind of, it was kind of an interesting perspective on it because I'd always thought that in the, in the pre-cynical era when everyone just thought it was real, it was, it was, it was a little bit different, but it seems like that's, that, that, that has always been that understanding that, okay, we know this isn't, they're not really beating one another in the face. This is for entertainment purposes, but we're going to go along with it because we're enjoying it. Can I quickly just blame the fact that the second beer I picked up is 9%. <laughs> Yes, you can. So it's it's got a very uh, very fun looking can. Yeah, th- I think this is why I got Pro Magic came out of my Pro Magic. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's well, it's exactly that, then, isn't it? Because it's so. If that's the case, and everyone's along for the ride, yeah, then yay, you know. Sure. But if not, then they're literally like it's borderline criminal mis. <laughs> And and I think um, direction or whatever you want to call right. it. Right, and and I think I think it, it it can't be. I don't think you can say it is one or the other, because there are certain people who who go to a a, a medium show, you know, whatever a spiritualist meeting, because they're, they're, this is interesting and it's entertainment to them. But there are yeah. other people who go with genuine hope and genuine belief and 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 uh, desire to to believe that it's true. Um, and a lot of the time they're, they're, those sorts of people are in pain. They've, they've, they've lost a loved one. Uh, yeah. they're in some kind of bad place in their life where they don't know where to go and they, they're looking for advice. And, and, and that's where I think it, it trips over the line of, of going from being, well, it's a bit of harmless fun and we all know it's nonsense to being, this to is actually preying on the vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if yeah. that person then, you know, spends a lot of money, whether it's 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 going down the wrong path or whether it's actually paying like a medium or some kind of spiritualist psychic person to to give them advice or uh help them in some way and they're not actually helping them they're just taking their money or and giving them false hope that's that's where i I think it it crosses that line from being uh a bit of harmless fun i agree um and i i'm not sure how i feel about that if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. Because you're never going to get them to admit to it, and if they if they truly believe it, which would be very difficult to prove, then then you can't call them a fraud. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and I I, I think there are some uh, people who've bought into it who do genuinely think that they have some kind of parent paranormal or, or supernatural power. Um, the one that I don't remember her name, but the, uh, the, the, the one medium who, the, who miserably fails going through the audience with the German guy, um, Sylvia something. S- yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Sylvia Brown, I think. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, I, I get the, 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 the perception from her that, that she knows and it's okay. completely She's, unfounded, but, yeah. uh, but that, that's, that's the, I, I, when I, when I watch her, I kind of go, well, you, you know, this is bullshit and you're just kind of. Ta- a talented talker and you're taking advantage of people in this way to, to, to make it make a buck um, the way she did like off the cuff jokes and stuff I'd be right to agree she with. seemed like an entertainer that's, that's yeah it. that's Just, it yeah. yeah show show woman right 
Um, there's another another James Randi video actually uh, on on YouTube where he busts the spiritualist healer Peter Popoff, who was very popular to these massive uh, Christian spiritual revival type things in the 70s and 80s, and he was a televangelist okay. type guy, and he'd do the faith healing thing. Um, and they intercepted the radio uh, communication. He had an, an earpiece, and his wife was oh, backstage. Shit. Okay. Basically saying this woman has this because they got them to fill out cards before and she goes through the cards and just read the, read the yeah, information yeah. to them on the cards. So, uh, yeah. Astonishingly, though, and this is this is really shows the power of, uh, of, of people wanting to believe this stuff. He went through a phase where he wasn't popular and, and obviously was clearly busted, but now he's doing exactly the same thing and people go. Really? People go, people pay, people watch. It's interesting. Exactly it, all, it all comes around again, doesn't it? Yeah. Like Yuri Geller must have, he was in the second act then. Right, exactly, yeah. See, that's, I'd love to have like an honest discussion with one of these people, like sign any kind of legal waiver and shit to say, I will never discuss what we talk about here. Yeah. And just see how they honestly feel about these people. Yeah. Like the people that they're, you know, taking the money from and, and telling stuff to. And, and I just don't know. I just, I'm very torn on it because I'm, you know, I have an odd, as, a creator of fiction, I suppose you have a very odd relationship with how things are created and what the messages you're telling, because you're trying to create empathy from, from something that's fake anyway. Right. And so like this, there's an honest way to do it. And I feel like ghost watch is something that's quite honest. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, it's going to tell you it's fake at the end, but everyone went along for the ride and everyone had a, a truly quote unquote real experience, you know? Yeah. Um, but then something like exposing psychics live or whatever it was called. Um, this, this, this really some, like you were saying, some ability to do some psychological damage to people in that. Yeah, I think so. And, and if people think they're really helping, then that's one thing. But if people are colluding or, you know, know they're bullshitting people, vulnerable people, then, that feels quite criminal to me. It does, and 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 I suppose the the the. But you can't prove it. No, you can't. You can't prove it. And and the other the other end of it, and and what kind of leads me to be kind of more on the skeptical side of things is that even if they they truly believe that they're they're doing it, um, they're being they're genuine and they're they're actually able to to channel whatever this this force is, um, uh, and 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 they think that their their abilities are real, if they're not honestly self-appraising and kind of going well if it's not real or um you know there's there's no there's very little self-examination if they are genuinely believing that they're they're doing it it reminds me of that of that character that the parapsychologist on on ghost watch you know she's presented with evidence that or or what seems like evidence at the time that is that 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 it's a hoax but she doubles down she does she does you're right and and I think that's a, a a lot of if if when when people want to believe something they they search for confirmations of it like like we've talked about with with conspiracy theorists you know yeah it's true and and yeah it's it's it's, a, it's an interesting aspect of of human psychology and, and none of us is immune to it um you know I I, I don't want to come off like like I'm saying well I never believe any bullshit because you know of course we all we all have that stuff i believe so much bullshit (laughs) (laughs) everything i believe is bullshit (laughs) and i enjoy that yeah um but yeah no that's why that's i you know i i think i have more trouble with the exposing psychics thing 
because of the potential for the world it represents over Ghostwatch. Yeah. And that's where this has got a bit more serious, I suppose, chatting about it. Just because of those things. And I, I, I really don't know what I make about something like that that was made 27 odd years ago. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's still so much of this around and and i don't know like a lot of people want to believe there's more because then it makes life a bit more magic you know it's 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 like we've said about conspiracy theories and stuff yeah yeah and and going back to your point about uh the difference between this and and an outright fiction there's an understanding with with a work of fiction um even if it's presented in a sincere way like ghostwatch was or like something like the blair witches those yeah, fan footage okay. things that they're, they're kind of presented <laughs> this this is legit but but you know that that's a line it's like pro wrestling you know that even though it's being presented as legit it's really not and the, and there's a willingness and a, and, a, and kind of like a a, a, a voluntary uh, nature to that where okay I know this isn't real but I'm still probably going to feel real emotions that that are related to it because it's presented mm-hmm. so well it's 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 you know but but I, I'm kind of choosing to engage in that and, and buy that it's that, that there's there's some reality to it um, whereas it feels very abusive when it it moves over to like. The, the, them sincerely saying this is real and uh, I believe it's real even though I can't prove it and that's that's the, that's the line that, that that's where it's different from fiction to me because if you speak to a filmmaker or uh, someone who wrote some piece of narrative uh, you know be it a book whatever kind of medium it's in uh, medium um, yeah. that they, they, they will say yeah absolutely it's 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 fictional. There you go. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I, you cried when Dobby died, but but you know we you, you all went along with Harry Potter's ride. Fantastic. J.K. Rowling's never going to say fuck Dobby. <laughs> no. Um, fuck Dobby. Too little, too late. That was my opinion on Dobby. <laughs> Wait, he, he should have gotten to them before they got to the Malfoys. He should have been a good guy like four films earlier, like <laughs> less of a dick. <laughs> he was a good guy. No, he wasn't. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> J.K. Rowling's never going to say, uh, "How dare you question the veracity of of the Harry Potter stories and whether they're truthful or not?" Yeah. Whereas someone like Sylvia Brown is going to say, um, "It's wrong of you to question the fact that this is real because I believe it to be real, even though I can't prove it." Yeah, and I suppose that's whether she's lying or not. That's you have to take that as the truth, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's her, she's she's presenting it as the truth, and and. I, I, you've you've got to at some point say well if that's what you truly believe then you've got to understand what the consequences of your actions are and uh, and if if it's causing harm then you need to stop it yeah and that's where the ethical quandary comes in and and also it returns you to that question of well is she sincere no way to prove she's not because she's never going to say that she's it's all bullshit because that's going to you know um her her uh, line of funding is going to dry up instantly. It's like that. What was that thing in the the eighties? There was a guy. There was a company that sold jewelry, and the guy went on TV and said, "Yeah, it's all crap," and the business was done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't you don't know that? Was, okay, I, I, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it was all cheap shit, isn't it, or something like that? And and you know, the the company was dead within a year. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, what a surprise. But yeah, that's right. it, isn't it? Because I kind of wanted that moment you got on, like, 
you know the bit in like Columbo or one of those type shows where the killer just breaks down and bit and is like, I fucking did it. Right, yeah. And this is how. And I kind of wanted one of them to do that. You know, once they were proved wrong, it was like, yep, it's all a load of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you just didn't get that moment because you can't have that moment. I suppose that's where I struggle with it because it doesn't have... It's, it's not... Yeah, you don't get that, that, that nice button. Neat little ending, you know? Yeah. And because I, I, like you, I, I suppose the water diviner man and uh, the lady who was doing the card test for the yeah. two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe the old lady who did the aura thing. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like they believed it. And maybe Yuri Geller too, like actually believed it, like had these, they believe they have these skills. And then you have the Sylvia Brown and um, the, uh, the um, astrology guy and uh, who else was there? I don't know, whoever else. And yeah. they felt like genuine charlatans. Yeah. Like they felt like they, they were outright liars um, and they were, but they, they were presenting a product, you know? Yeah. And, and, and kind of a bit of me wonders, well, why would they agree to do this? If, exactly. If, That's so yeah. weird, isn't it? It is, and and, and it, it, have they gotten to that point where even though they know that that it's bullshit, they they believe it so much, and they've been so successful in selling it that they think it's just a TV show, it's just exposure. I'm I bulletproof. I can do anything. Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. live forever. Yeah. And and that's where I I have such a hard time with Yuri Geller because I I, I in, in determining whether he's being genuine to himself or not, uh, because he's such a good salesman. Um, I I mean I'm I lean towards the the, the thought that he he isn't and that he knows that that he's just using old techniques and and stuff that's well known to to do this stuff but but there's still a bit of me that kind of goes but to 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 commit to that for decades literally decades yeah uh, and and be solely motivated by revenue stream seems a bit much and and he would be a hideous person if that was the case if if in 10 years you know right before his death i don't know how old he is but if 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 when he's like on his deathbed he all of a sudden writes releases his tell tell all that says yeah it was all bullshit and i was just bending spoons to get a bit of cash um i think he'll go down in history as you know bill cosby or harvey weinstein uh maybe not quite as serious but yeah yes i would agree i was thinking more um who is um oh what's his name was with the buffalo bills and then murdered his wife oj oj you know that he did that like if i did it here's how thing here's how i would have done it yeah yeah and i feel like it would be like that yeah um kind of thing yuri geller is 72 that's my God guess you beat me to it did 70. I? Oh, 70. Okay. No, I didn't. 46. I, I, I was just guessing. So okay. he's 70. Okay. He looks very old right now. Yurigella.com is his website, unsurprisingly. Can you buy spoons from it? Hang on a minute. I'm looking. I'm loading. <laughs> Come on, load. It's not loading. If if this uh, website is available, we're buying it. <laughs> we're buying Yurigella.com. Why isn't it loading? Does he know it's not loading? He knows. He he knows we're talking about about uh, psychics, and he's present, preventing it from loading with his mind. You can tweet us at Instagamf yes. on Twitter. Yuri, let us know if you know we're talking about you. It was an, an in, interesting piece of history because I, I, you know, the the intention of it from 
I imagine people like James Randi's perspective is to debunk and and say like this is getting a lot of attention right now, but it's getting a lot of uncritical attention, and yeah. people are going, oh, isn't this interesting? Um, and so I'm gonna because you know his 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 goal is to is to show that you know if it's not true, then then show that and expose it. So, uh, but but it feels like the network had a different idea, and your main guy, what's his name again? Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby is, is is presenting it in a very. There's that one moment where he's talking to one of them, and he's really buying it. He's sort of kind of really vibing with the, with the one person about about the abilities and stuff. And it, and he seems to be presenting this 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 almost what James Randi normally wants to 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 combat this this uncritical coverage of of this sort of phenomena, these sort of phenomena. Um, and uh, and so it, it's a bit it's a bit. Uh, it's a it's a bit schizophrenic in that way the uh, the show yeah. because it doesn't seem to know what it wants to do. There was a bit where he like touched someone in the arm after they'd completely failed one of the challenges. Yeah, and it was just like you took a big risk coming here today <laughs> and you failed or something like that. Like he, he didn't do the whole line, but it was just like thank you for coming. This was a big risk or something. And it was just yeah, like, I think like it was. Felt sorry for him. I think it was the card lady because it, it, he got a bit. There, there was there was a little bit of like oh with the, with him and the card lady oh, really? okay. yeah that, that I that I noticed and it was like he was like I, I, I was I was Bruce Banner don't you know I, yeah David, so I David was Banner the Hulk. yeah David Banner it was in that show yeah. you, I I was the Hulk and she's like no you weren't he's like get off <laughs> <laughs> no, you, weren't, you can hear me <laughs> I don't know like I I don't know I'd be interested to see more. Yeah. of uh randy's stuff now and um his book flim flam's really good yeah they held that up at one point i like that it was called flim flim flam and quackery which yes. terms that i really enjoyed used on this show like i didn't know quackery was a real thing uh-huh. but it's i don't know it's difficult because you kind of you want to believe in this shit but it is just shit yeah and the more you think about it it's it's really dangerous shit well, yeah, and we we both grew up in in a time when it was fairly prominent as well, because like thinking about it, Paul McKenna had a weekly show where he would hypnotize audiences. And you know, Paul, that's very Paul, true. And I, and I don't I don't think I, I think he's in the same way that Darren Brown is um, somewhat on the edge where where he'll say, you know, it's not it's not necessarily true, um, mm. but that but that he has his own special brand of woo that uh that he sells us and you know makes money off of with um but but actually by helping people like you know and, and millions or hundreds of thousands of at least people have, have quit smoking as a result of his book that's true that he does that uh i was on a plane i was on once his uh oh, was he really his fucking hip no he wasn't oh, okay. the, uh, the, the the audio thing was on you oh. could actually listen to that for the flight and quit smoking oh how fun. which I, I found weird so i listened to it and i i no, I've I've not gone in for this joke. <laughs> but really it was wanted on the a cigarette plane. at the end. <laughs> I really wanted a cigarette at the end. No, but it was. It was on one of those flights. But um, I, I I kind of wondered like who's going to listen to six hours of this? Yeah, you know, on a flight with it's you know him just chatting to you while you sleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really weird pick for a flight. But um, you're right though, because that that sort of stuff was around back then, and 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 I mean it kind of still is, but it's not like Mystic Meg anymore. on the the national lottery and stuff like that. And and um, who's the the the, the the larger gentleman oh russell russell something or other yeah no something russell or the the guy used to be on tvam doing that's the, exactly the, what i'm thinking yeah. of yeah what the hell was his name russell kane 
No. Uh, Russell. Wendy Russell. Wendy Russell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wendy Richards <Snap>. was uh, <laughs> used to be on uh, on TV AM. Um, and uh, why do I think what was oh, there was a, there was a woman as well who was similarly large. Anyway, but it was much more. It seems like it was there was there was a lot more of that on TV than than there is now. Um, mm. And uh, and so it's 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 understandable that that given the, the fact we were fairly inundated with it that you're gonna... Russell Grant Russell is the name Grant. we're looking for. There Sorry, we I just okay, up. thank you. Uh, the, the, you can, you're going to kind of want to be interested and believe in that stuff, but um, yeah, uh, watching the the uh, for me a lot of the turnaround came with Penn and Teller and their their, their bullshit series. Yes. Um, yeah, I never watched all of that. I should it's, actually I it's, should go back. It's pretty good. Um, and actually, uh, Penn keeps talking about wanting to do a thing called the bullshit of bullshit, where they expose all the crap that they they came out came out within that show. Um, but uh, it's 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 really it's really interesting stuff. Um, nice. And uh, and it, it there were a few episodes I remember that I kind of avoided, mainly because okay. there were things that I was that I liked. I can't remember specifically what, uh, or just wasn't interested in. Um, uh, but but they 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 take a, a a critical eye to things and and look for facts and and that was a bit of a turnaround in my mode of thinking for me was was when I first started watching that and I was like okay maybe I need to just not accept things on their face value and and actually think about them or or, or look for proof before accepting that they're true right because especially I was where thinking I grew about... up you know I grew up in a very newage type area newage yeah. Um, I was thinking about them in relation to this kind of show and how they how they became the next step in all this, where like them and Darren Brown and maybe Paul McKenna these days um, sort of take you on a journey where they're both exposing and re-upping. Yeah. So they're, they're showing you how the trick's done, but then they're also doing another trick underneath it, which gets you to almost recommit. Right. You know, a degree of either belief but probably more like um suspension of disbelief yeah to get you to buy into it again so they'll show you how you know this uh, the look we've sawn the lady in half but we don't see through boxes but then by the end of it while the, while you weren't looking they've done a whole other trick on top yeah, of it exactly yeah and that's kind of i don't know that feels more legit because they're both saying look it's bullshit but we but can we're still really good at believe it. something yeah, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Rather than just like I'm a liar, I'm going to lie to you now, which yeah. is basically what the other ones are saying. No, I remember the first so. the first HBO special I saw of, of I didn't know it was an HBO special at the time was my uncle Ken had a a, a video of uh, of a Penn and Teller show, and it's okay. it's it's like the classic one that that I remember where they uh, it's the one where they run over Teller with a truck and they, they yeah they, I remember that you one. remember that one and there's and there's the the uh, there's there's the one where Teller's face and arms appear in different places and they do it with it's 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 like a series of tunnels and and boxes and they do it with uh, opaque boxes at first and then at the end of the show they do it all with transparent and you see him like crawling yes, that's through the one I, I was just it was thinking the of, thing. they do it with the music and he he mouths to the words yeah, but I can't that's remember exactly what the, right yeah what song yeah. it is yeah in my mind it's day bow bow but i don't think it's that i don't think it's day bow no, bow no. i think it's like it's something where the lyrics work to the trick but i can't remember yeah. what it is but day bow bow Exactly, and and that, and that was the the the, the classic pen and tell to me. It's like they do a trick and then they show you how it's done, and they've kind of evolved a little bit beyond that. Like you say, they they now they might show you how a trick is done, but the really big stuff and the the overall theme of the show is 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 generally 
something that that will allow you to kind of go, wow, that was really cool. That was really clever. Yeah. But you know, you know, because they do that other stuff and they do have that transparency that the magic circle hate them for and stuff like that. They mm. th- there's a, there's an element of legitimacy because you kind of go, well, they're really good at their craft because they genuinely fooled me. Yes. But you don't think it's, you know, actual magic. No, and I think that's where trickery. the next generation of it comes from, like I was saying, where it's yeah. kind of like that you you immediately you know, lay out your table as this isn't real, but then get over the course of the show, get everyone to recommit, which is what Darren Brown does. You know, he'll, he'll say, he'll expose how certain things are done and then slide in a whole other trick that you then can't figure out how he did. Yeah. But he, he will tell you that I'm using techniques to do this. Sure. And then get you to enjoy it, which is, which is fine. And I, I suppose where I struggle, like I've said, where I struggle with the other thing is that it's just, it's either they believe it, and I suppose that's fine because you can't have a go at them if they believe it, or they're just lying. Yeah, and they're and they're you know fooling themselves and other and preying on the vulnerable, and that feels very reprehensible to me. Oh, I agree entirely. And uh, and you know it's not criminal, but it feels borderline kind of criminal. Yeah, and uh, and that's where I struggle with these kind of things because you know I don't I don't want to live in a world where people are nasty to Desperate mentally people. scarred people who no. yeah just want to speak to their dead son or whatever you know yeah, that feels horrible yeah it really, so, it really if, but i would love you know on on that level of accepting that that's what someone's doing i would honestly love to speak to one of these people and just see how they gen genuinely view the either their audience you know as a bunch of people to be taken in yeah or however they would view them um and how they view like what they do and how yeah. they square that away because it's kind of like the Urigella thing. So it's like, oh, I'm making the compass move. But if there's a trick to that, then at least he is complicit in how he sets up that trick. Of course. But the way he sells it is very convincing. Yes. You know, and he did seem like... This was the one thing I was blown away by, because I haven't seen him on television in a long time, was how wildly positive he was, like I said. He was, yeah. And I felt like, wow, he's a really positive person. But then it's like, wait, is he... Does he believe this, or is he just a giant fucking lying box you know, like... or is he a lying box or is he like a is it that door-to-door salesman technique of just being so exuberant that you get swept up yeah in? i suppose there is that yeah which is just kind of troubling and that's why i'd rather watch, watch fiction yes <laughs> but the nasty people are just people acting nasty <laughs> indeed well i think i'm going to go and see um uh, uh murder on the Orient express on tuesday sweet deal yeah so i'm looking forward to that Speaking yeah, of fiction. I, I have already seen it and I will say nothing else. Excellent. And then hopefully we can do that next week. Mm-hmm. So um, do you think uh, Thor's already open now? Okay, yes. It? yes, it has. Yes. I'm you think you might cram that in as well? I hope so. Yeah, I'd like to. Sweet deal. That would be a, a sweet double bill for these people who've potentially switched off an hour ago to enjoy next week. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Do you want to wrap it up there? Yeah, let's leave it there. So I will um, pack up my shit and go to bed, I think. Hey. You, you want to see something really scary? You bet. Really? Yeah. Okay, this is this is really, really scary now. I trust you. Okay, pull the car over. Pull the car over? Ooh. You want to see it? Well, show me while I'm driving. No, I can't. I can't tell you about it. It's only take a couple of seconds. All right, two seconds, okay? Okay. What is it? Just pull it over. Okay. I'll show you. All right.
scare me. Are you ready? Okay, go ahead. What are you doing? Thanksgiving.